Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. What's up, y'all? It's Jasmine. And what's up, y'all? It's Davior. And you and I are tuned into Stories of the Streets. And as always, Stories of the Streets is sponsored by um, Black Scent, Rogue Media, Change Waco, and the New Black Collective. Today we have a special guest, Miss Kennedy Sam. You want to go ahead and introduce yourself? Yeah. Hey, everybody. Um, thank you guys so much for inviting me today. My name is Kennedy Sam. Um, I guess in work capacity, I'm the Director of Marketing Communications uh, for Creative Waco, which is our local nonprofit um arts agency for Waco McLennan County in life capacity I'm a long term Waco in um in fun capacity I'm a floral designer so a couple boxes checked right there yeah. <laughs> uh, um okay so tell us uh, I guess start with just like you how long you been in Waco and are you from here stuff like that yeah so I guess 20 years give or take so we moved here when I was five um I was born in Chicago uh, my wow. mom's from Georgia. My dad's from New Orleans. Um, we moved here when I was five and did all my schooling in Waco ISD. And then I left for college. I went to LSU um, and then ended up back in Waco, kind of on purpose, kind of on accident. So um, I moved back here officially after graduation in like August of 2018. And I was still like deciding what I wanted to do next steps um, after graduating college. And so I was interviewing, still working, some freelancing um, back in Baton Rouge, but I had like committed to moving to Connecticut to work for like this completely digital bank. And I was like, ah, it's the middle of winter. Like I'm not super sold on yeah. it, um, but by like the grace of God, I, um, I ran into, well, my mom ran into Fiona and um, you know, I didn't know anything about Creative Waco um when I was gone because you know it was started right after um I left like literally the next year after I left the, the organization was founded um and then after that I had a conversation with Fiona and the person who was in my position was leaving and moving on I'm still in the community though and so I was like hey you know I'm still looking for a job even though I'm committed to one but I really think that this is something special and the work you guys have been doing um really aligns with what I want to do. And so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, um, you said you're like the marketing director, right? Yes. So what does that like kind of entail? Like what do you do? Oh, a lot. Yeah. So um, Creative Waco is our local arts agency for Waco and McLennan County. So um, we work with the city um, to do regranting for local arts organizations, provide smaller grants for arts nonprofits, people who are more on like the grassroots um, event planning and artist uh development um and so for me my day-to-day -day is very 
some things are consistent, but it changes a lot. Uh, so we have an awesome team, but we just have a bunch of programs like our apprenticeship that's in the summer and it's been in the fall lately. So supporting that, doing social media planning, um, reaching out to artists to see if we can work together for certain projects or um, bringing attention to diff different projects that we have in the pipeline to c cultivate uh, local ta local talent and stuff. So it's a bunch. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like you're always busy. Yeah. And then you got your, um, I don't want to say side hustle, but you got your own little like passion project. You're like a florist, right? Yeah. Um, plug yourself. What is it? What is it called? So it's Sock and Stem Floral Design. Um, it was, I started officially a year ago on January 28th. It was just kind of on a whim. Like I always loved um, flowers. I got that from my mom. She always kept flowers in the house super creative person like always doing DIY projects and one of those um that just always reoccurred was as she would volunteer with different organizations and you know help coordinate events flowers were always a really big thing and so I mean it's just something that I always found beauty in when I was in college and grocery shopping I would pick up some flowers and so um I was just making arrangements for friends and families for birthdays and stuff and then my friends were like hey you know you're kind of good at this and they're so beautiful I think you should do it, do it. Yeah. <laughs> and you know bring that beauty to other people so yeah january 28th 2021 stock and stem was kind of born um right before valentine's day so i partnered with oh, um, yeah. one of my friends from high school who was doing um grazing boards at the time and so we kind of launched a little valentine's day thing and then from there like it took off like really quickly and i was like i don't know what i'm doing where <laughs> this is going but thank you trust thank you for trusting me and trusting my process and being patient with me and so this year has been uh amazing like i it got to do a lot of things that i'd never imagined and i've learned a lot um just about floristry and design and math math <laughs> is just it's been kicking my math butt plays a part into yes it. so when you buy flowers um at a wholesale price so mm. you're, you're buying things in bulk and so whenever you're planning for um you know whatever you're putting together it's like making sure you're not overbuying because yeah. there's nothing really you can do with it if sense. it's not um included and so you know you still want to be respectful of like prices and yeah. stuff so that makes sense that makes sense yeah you just said it. I hate math so much. Yeah, so <laughs> much. I was a communications major, and I was like, yes, I have to take high school math, which yeah. I almost failed, <laughs> honestly. Like, I got I remember I was, like, scarred. I got a 33 on my first math test in college, Dang, and I was like, is, is something wrong with me? <laughs> no, it's horrible. Math I took is statistics, yeah. statistics, I think, in college, and I was just like, this has nothing to do with us. Yeah. Uh. It had nothing to do with us. And they were like, oh, it's easy. Mm. Mm -hmm. I studied so hard for yeah. 72. Yep. Barely mm -hmm. made it. No. I was like, by the grace of God, I hit my, what, three or six hours of math class. And mm -hmm. then I was like, I will never have to do math again <laughs> in my life. <laughs> Joke's on me. Yeah. <laughs> that's the trash part. I hate college so much. It's yeah. such a scam. But <laughs> yeah, that's it's a, another conversation. Yeah, yeah. Another, <laughs> yeah it's a whole, nother, a whole nother can of words that go open up. Um, trying to think. I had a question. And this is classic me. I lose my questions all the time. Um, you got some while I'm still trying to find my Oh yeah. So with Creative Waco, I've seen some of the projects that you guys have uh put together. Um when you are looking for, you know, different artists in the I was gonna say neighborhood. <laughs> in the community. <laughs> in the community. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> um what what do y'all look for? Are you looking for people who are who are not um they don't have 
as big of a platform as some other artists or like what what is you guys criteria for for how you seek out these artists yeah that's a great question so um being an arts agency we don't just work in you know what people think the arts is you know visual art painting um sculpting whatever um but we service all of the arts across the board so i mean the arts is what you make it honestly so from you know visual artists painters muralists sculptors all the way to musicians and what else like culinary artists like all across the board are artists that we all serve so um as a resource for the community we had we this is before i was um i'm a part of the organization, but we do have a creative directory where we have artists um, just submit themselves so that we have a, a platform where people can just browse for whatever they're looking for because we get so many emails like, hey, I'm just looking for someone who does this. Can you direct me to someone? And so mm-hmm. um, to make the process as, you know, equitable and, you know, ac- like across the board, we just c- try to direct them to those. But I mean, it ranges in what the project is asking for. So, um, in terms of recruiting, it's just meeting people in, pr- in face-to-face situations, working with them or running across them, um, and saying, hey, like, you know, submit yourself for the uh, creative directory. It was a pleasure working with you. Like, we'd love to have you um, in our wheelhouse of people who we can connect you with as these jobs come up. So, I mean, it depends, you know, different styles. People reach out to us and like, hey, I'm looking for someone to do something graffiti-like, or I'm looking for, like, a super life-size sculpture, or I'm looking for someone who can make puppets, like, you know, and, like, these are people we know, um, but we are constantly trying to make sure that um, people... miss nobody. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, that's the hardest part. Like, you know, you think of people, like, right when people ask, but I'm like, wait, um, I can give you a few people that I can think of off the bat, but I would much prefer that you put out a a public call and we can repost it and let our network decide if this is something that they want to do, so... right. I mean, just me being a black woman, um, I am super into making sure that, um, you know, whatever we do, whatever kind of outreach we do, that it's going across the board. And so I'm cultivating those relationships with artists of color to make sure that they know that these resources are available and so that we value them in their artistry um, and that we want to connect them if possible, too. So I ask that because I'm just like, it's hard being an artist. Yeah. It's very hard. Um, I know, like, I taught myself how to paint. So one thing that I learned, you know, just in doing that is, first and foremost, people always want a discount. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> and just not having those resources. And mm-hmm. that's kind of why I asked, like, how do how do people know, you know, that they can be a part of y'all's network? Yeah. Because I know how hard it was for me. Like, I still have art that I made that I haven't sold, yeah. from, like, two years ago. And um, that's another question I have. So do y'all have any um, programs um, I guess that's what it would be. Do you have any programs that will um, potentially teach artists, you know, this is kind of how, yeah, this is how, how the goes. business works. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes you're not going to sell everything, but, you know, you still keep creating, you still keep being, you know, the bomb artist yeah. that you are, even in those times when you're not, you're sometimes you just don't. Mm-hmm. And I have to learn it the hard way. So do y'all have anything in place for, you know, um, artists that may be younger or that may not be as outgoing? Mm-hmm. Um, do y'all do anything for them? Yeah, I want to answer that in a two-part answer. I completely get what you're saying um, about people wanting discounts and everything. So whatever we post, um, whatever we share about artist opportunities, we never repost anything that requires you to like submit money 
or pay to be a part of something. Mm-hmm. So everything that we do um, is to make sure that you are like the opportunity is as beneficial as possible for you as an artist. And so, yeah. And even when we talk with people, businesses um, that reach out to us about wanting to work with artists, artists, artists across the board, um, we reiterate that exposure does not pay the bills. Exposure does not. I mean, certain that's up to the artist discretion, whether um, they are willing to do a job for free, but just as you, um, go to a doctor or go to someone who's providing a service for you. You don't ask them to do something for oh, you. Give me a discount on yeah. Because yeah. I, yeah, I, I ask that because I know a lot of people, they feel, they feel obligated mm-hmm. to. Well, Especially if you're starting out. Like exactly. you have to um, really just realize the value of what you're bringing to the table and not being afraid to ask what you deserve. And it um, takes time yeah. more than anything. And that's what I tell everybody. Like, I've never, I'm not giving anything for free. Yeah, good. I tell people all the time, I don't work for free. I'm not doing it. So if you can't pay me, yeah. we can't talk. There's and no if you do, that's your discretion to choose what you want to do for right. free. But, but don't force me. You should me. never approach yeah. um, yeah. that. Because, t- I mean, doing anything and mastering your skill, it's, it takes time. It takes investment. It takes materials. And so w- yes. when you set your prices or when you say, you know, I would love to, but it's going to cost this, people don't really think about that sometimes when it comes to the arts because they mm-hmm. just think, you know, this is something that you're, you, you can just do. Love, you yeah. can just do. Yeah. yeah, but, I mean, you got to account for all of the time you put into it. But to segue into kind of professional development, business development mm-hmm. for artists. So, yes. So we, um, Luann Jennings, who uh, used to work with us, she was over our professional development for um, artists. She launched this program. Um, it was about two years. It was called the Greenhouse Program. So it was a coaching, mentorship, um, professional development program, which um, if you, you know, did what you were supposed to do um, and really um, – were committed to growing your project, you were put into, um, you were given the option to sp- uh, apply for seed funding to get, you know, a grant to support whatever project you'd been working on in the past, like, six months with her. Oh, cool. And so that was a two-year project. We, I think we had about 18 to 24 people um, who was a part of that program. It was, you know, completely free to sign to participate, like, you know, weekly coaching, mentorship, all that. Um, and then we, I think we gave out around, my numbers are off, but it was like 15000 to $20,000 worth of grants, all with money that was, um, you know, provided by local businesses. So it's oh, wow. businesses investing in our small um, and local artists to, you know, advance themselves. Yeah. So um, that program ended last year, but we are navigating into or segueing into a bigger program. So this um, that we just announced in uh, ooh, last month, it's called the Air Institute. Um, it is a national nonprofit um, organization that works with um, rural and small communities um, to essentially bridge businesses and the business community and the artist community to make the uh, creative economy grow and thrive a little bit more because there is a big disconnect um, between those two sectors, but they intersect in any ways possible. (laughs) So, I mean, you think of yourself, um, you know, I'm a teacher, I'm an accountant, I'm a business owner, I, I run a bank, whatever. How can the arts benefit me um, and how can I support the arts or your artists looking for ways to 
um, you know, diversify your clientele, grow as a business, and just be a better business person. This program um, is meant, you know, to bring those two people together and find ways that are unique to our community to grow um, and put those plans into action. So we hosted two info sessions um, these last few weeks. Um, They're on our Facebook page. We streamed them um, through Zoom, so you guys can go back and learn more about it um, with the actual people who created this program. And so we're having a in-person workshop um, February 16th and um, from 4 to 6 p.m. at the Art Center of Waco where we're actually kind of moving into the next steps of bringing this program to life and seeing what's needed in our community. And so we're inviting people, you know, like you guys who are artists and creatives and just um, interested in the creative community, um, but also our key people who are, you know, making things happen um, and, you know, building want to build more relationships across the board. Um, and so this is for artists, it's for c- creatives, it's for business people, it's for anybody who wants to see um, growth in our creative sector and in our community. So, When you said that's February 16th? February 16th from 4 to 6 p.m. at the Art Center of Waco. It's free to attend. Um, all the, like, the program's free because it's being, um, it's a part of a grant. But um, yeah, so we try to make this as... Um, equitable as a process as possible and we're also looking for facilitators so we just finished a hiring process well we just closed applications to hire someone to lead the program but we're also looking to hire um, 12 facilitators too so as we shift from um, the workshop session to actually like the implementation and the cultivation of like what our community needs we the the core of the program um works because it's people in our community who are being trained to be leaders in this program so we're um hiring 12 facilitators and it's a pay position for sure like the program and trainings are all free but as a facilitator you are doing more work um and so uh oh one thing i forgot to mention about the program is that it's also being launched bilingually it's the first time Mm. um that this program has been launched bilingually in the whole nation. So we are kind of a pilot program for this. And um, as the program continues to grow in our community, we will be able to um, service other communities in Texas as well. So that's why the facilitators are so important because it's kind of a longer commitment because, you know, as we get our program off the ground and, you know, firing, yeah. you know, <laughs> other communities <laughs> about our size who are interested in growing their arts as well, um, you'll be able to go out and and know bring that program to their communities too yeah. so, so y'all are, cool. yeah y'all are looking to like expand past yeah yeah, Waco. yeah yeah i think ooh, um the first time we met was it was i know fiona and vincent was involved i think it was probably about the is the street it? mural yeah, or like, the juneteenth yeah. like uh the, like mural we tried to do out of chalk like yeah. on the bridge that got washed away <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, darn the weather yeah yeah. yeah 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 um and that's gonna hurt in february too i'm glad y'all are a little like further out because i know there's another networking event that's like kind of similar mm-hmm. but it's that weekend that we're supposed to be really cold and mm, like you know so it's yeah. like yes yeah, so i think y'all might y'all might benefit from being a little yeah. later on but other than that what do y'all have um what else, what else do y'all have coming up? Do y'all have any other like, uh, just big projects and stuff like that that people yeah. can get involved in? And so like that? I'm glad you asked. So we're actually partnering um, with the city of Waco to help facilitate um, the incorporating new artworks into the updated regional airport. So right now mm. we have um, three 
proposals out for the community two sculpture projects one is like a, a interactive mural backdrop um so we're looking for artists to submit proposals uh, by february 15th for that but also in ties with that program um there is a fourth project which is later on but we're starting the the recruitment process now but it will be a um mural on the kind of glassway that connects like the security terminal airport to like the open airport so as people are like getting off their flights and walking to baggage claim um along the glass it'll say welcome to waco but it will be um in various languages and styles of our community so we're looking for the community members to submit um welcome to waco to us so yeah. that you know we can when we hire um an artist for that and put our open call for artist submissions for that project um you know it'll be community members handwriting and and languages all on the wall just welcoming people from near and far either you're turning home or you know you're coming here for the first time yeah. um you know being welcomed by our community and the many um cultures and languages and backgrounds represented so um yeah if you guys are interested in doing that submit welcome to waco in like a picture or um pdf if you scan it i don't know there's many ways yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm like if you want to get real technical yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah but um the form for that is on our website creativewaco.org slash project dash like middle dash calls so um but yeah other than that we're gearing up for our apprenticeship which we think will happen in the summer these past two uh years it's been in the fall you know adjusting to covid and um seeing how we can put this program together as safely as possible for our students and our artist mentors but i think we're gonna have it again um we're going back to the to the summer so we're starting to look for wall donors um and then you know it'll probably launch looking for um artist mentors for that and so about our apprenticeship it is a um six eight week program that hires young artists um in wisd so high school students over like 16 or so um to work with artist mentors and get real world concept to completion mentored work experience um and so the byproduct of that program is a mural somewhere in the city so um this is our fourth or fifth year um we're, we're about six murals deep so we have them awesome. <laughs> yeah. yeah and so it's been a great experience thus far and so we're just grateful for the opportunity to continue to grow that program hopefully soon we'll be able to um, have students from outside of waco isd who are interested in those kind of programs as well but yeah how many you said you've done like six or y'all have done like six mm -hmm. do you know all six like off the top of your head yeah so yeah. the first year was a uh, thousand hopes for waco so it's on the building um that is off i think it's jackson but it holds it ha holds putters and 900 degrees pizza so right. it's like the really colorful origami yeah. cranes yeah, yeah, yeah um that was the first year in i think 2018 um and then the next year we did two we did the mural on the martin luther king um community clinic that's a part of the waco family medicine um network and then we also did oh where was the other one <laughs> <laughs> hold on <laughs> let me think um that one and then oh the one on brother well 
those were done in the same summer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had we did partnered with TFNB this last year um, to do their new cl- uh, their new um, East Waco branch. And then we partnered with uh, the Cove to do an internal mural um, on that one. And then this year we partnered with the Dr Pepper Museum um, to do their new mural on the the side facing the uh, railroad tracks. I haven't seen that one yet. Is yeah. it is it done? Oh yeah, is it, it finished in um, right before Christmas. We haven't had a, a celebration yet because construction has just yeah. torn up Fifth yeah. Street. <laughs> so we're just waiting for it to be done. Hopefully, um, we're we're slating for March um, or early April, and so we're really grateful because uh, this year we got to partner with Rogue Media and Mike <laughs> and their team. Um, they were great in mentoring our our. Um, digital apprentices who were who made a documentary to document oh, you know cool. the program this yeah. year so that's cool yeah well, you know that mike's a busy dude yeah. <laughs> everywhere busy dude. yeah um, <laughs> trying to think i had a question about that uh, and i don't go to the dr pepper museum i've never been so i didn't um, know that y'all yeah, yeah. Y'all did a mural for that you should go um i i honestly had never been until probably about two years ago and it was so interesting and then um I think this year, oh, no, 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 late last year. I forget what month it is. Um, <laughs> they just installed this new soda fountain um, exhibit that Miss um, Cherry Bogus, um, she kind of details her, her story um, when they were at Paul Quinn campus and um, kind of doing their own kind of civil rights protesting at the soda fountain um, at the Dr. Museum. Yeah, so I was about to say, I thought that they had some kind of mm-hmm. like installation of yeah. like black history in there now. Yeah. And so it's beautiful hearing her tell her story and, and see pictures from that time and seeing how involved um, college students were from Paul Quinn and, and the civil rights um, action in our community. Yeah. So That's cool. Do you do any like, um, are you the kind of artist yourself? Like, do you paint stuff like that? No, yeah. no, I'm <laughs> awful. I cannot paint, cannot draw, <laughs> cannot sing. I tried playing an instrument, and it just it just wasn't for me. So <laughs> I just was like, oh, I'm just you know do what I can to support everybody else. No, that's cool though. Yeah. But you're still involved. Like yeah. you're not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's I think that's dope. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, anything? Um, I was gonna ask a question, but my mind just went blank. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna ask a question. Oh, uh, as far as the the murals um how do y'all choose which buildings or do y'all ask who yeah i mean people reach out to us all the (laughs) time they're just like hey i want a mural um can you help me can you provide some guidance you know murals are one of the best ways um for businesses to just have something permanent um or change them out to just reflect your your business either you know externally or internally um and it's just like a a really hot thing right now yeah. and so um people just reach out like hey i really love um art and would love to work with students and give people those opportunities to grow and develop their business skills as they you know are making their way through high school but also um support the cultivation of you know the local artists that get paid um, to mentor our students so I mean, we typically have like a laundry list of people who are interested. Not all buildings work because, I mean, it is a commitment because of the time frame um, yes. of the program. So we're like, if you want something quick, we can, you know, either, you know, direct you to a few artists that might fit what you're looking for. You can take a look on the, the um, creative directory or send us an open call. We'll repost it, whatever. I mean, so you can work on your timeline. Um, but, you know, people really um, support the growth and the, the mission of that program. 
And so, you know, if the building works, if the timing works, then, you know, we move forward and see. And then we also, like, don't try to, like, go back to the same community. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, year after year, we try to spread it around all of the districts in Waco. So, I mean, and it's the main um, pathway we choose is because our downtown core is established with the state as a cultural district. Um, so we try to keep them in, in that area because, you know, with being a cultural district, you're allotted um, access to have funding for projects. Right. So um, they typically center around the cultural district, but we do advise on, you know, places yeah, elsewhere yeah, yeah. too <laughs> and stretch those bounds a little bit when it works. Yeah. Okay, cool. Y'all, y'all were behind the, the like, I think it's 7th Street. Like kind no, of we no? weren't. There was um uh the brainchild of uh-huh. uh City Center Waco. So um Wendy Grad, Michael and all their team um were the people who facilitated that project. But it kind of started um with the Waco Town Chalk and Walk that we um hosted last year yeah. um in, in partnership with the Waco Downtown Farmers Market, Eastside Market and Lulubells. So um, the murals that people see on the wall are, you know, remnants of the uh, chalk art that was all along Austin Avenue from 5th to 8th Street and, you know, part of the market. Um, and so, I mean, that kind of activated that space. And yeah. then, you know, a few months later, they were able to get the go ahead to shut it down and make something beautiful. But, you know, we really supportive of creative placemaking and uh, just activating spaces that typically might be underused or people might not think of as ways to bring art into you know physically the streets so um (laughs) yeah i thought i thought it has something to do with it because it's so close to cultivate and stuff like that and y'all have done so much downtown Um, is that permanent? Like, is that not? I don't know. Um, okay. So at first, it's only supposed to be for, I guess, the summer. And yeah. then it just, it just yeah, yeah, they <laughs> were able to get the go ahead from the city to extend the project because people, you know, were using it as event space. Yeah. And we were able to support and provide a few grants um, to partner with local artists and partner the um, uh, public health district to promote getting vaccines. So we had the vaccine trucks out there. Um like weekly during the summer um, as they were doing event programming in the space. Um, but yeah, I don't know the timeline on that one, but I'm really glad that we have something like that because I mean, yeah. it's so beautiful cool. yeah. Um, yeah. in that space. And I mean, Texas is beautiful in general. And when our weather is you know, <laughs> participating, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's been a great space to go out there and sit um, sure, so. and just hang out downtown. Yeah, I think I noticed it when they first, um, they when they first put it out there, of course. But there was... A specific event that we went to that they had out there. It was my first time out there, mm-hmm. really like looking around and stuff yeah. like that. No, this is cool. This is uh, you know, it's different. Um, do you know if you, are y'all trying to do anything like that? Like, is Creative Waco trying to work on section, like you know, snatching yeah. the space to like you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's not really. Um, Just like y'all's department. Yeah, right? our yeah. department. That's we try to really stay focused on you know programming and um, making sure whatever we do is sustainable, but we are working right now to bring back the chalk and walk for this mm-hmm. year. So, I mean, we're going to upgrade that space hopefully with some new art. Um, and so I feel like we'll be announcing that within the next month for sure. But we just kind of got the team together to, to see how this, this year yeah. is going to look. Gotcha. I, could, uh, I remember when we first started um like our blacks in conversations mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And we talked about what we wanted to do in the arts and the, you know, this creative world. I always, I don't know why, but, 
I think maybe just because me personally, I missed out on the Austin graffiti wall before yeah. they turned it down. Like I never got a chance to go down there and actually see it. Um, so I was like, I thought it'd be cool if Waco had a space like yeah. that, you know, where it wasn't so much like a already installed like art mm-hmm. installation or a mural or whatever, but just a free space for artists to go yeah. out there and do whatever. I know they're probably, you know, shy on that just because, you know, what it what it could bring if there's a space like that. I was like about that. to say, I don't know how I feel about that. Yeah, it was like, you know, this. <laughs> it could go either way. Yeah, yeah you gotta yeah, trust yeah, people. Yeah. Like, hey, we, yeah, it's yeah. like when you have nice things, like, let's keep it nice so you can continue yeah. to do nice things. Because so. you couldn't really just police it. Like, you can't yeah. have nobody out there make sure nobody's always mm-hmm. not doing what they're not supposed to. But it's also just yeah, like. Yeah, but I do feel like when people do have the space to um express themselves freely yeah. that you know you're more protective of it yeah so yeah. i i definitely i mean people have brought those ideas to us and so we're like yeah i mean if you guys can you know get Find some framework space. for <laughs> it and you know get the go-ahead from the partners needed to make it happen you know we'd love to support you in whatever way and so i mean it's definitely been a conversation that's not only been with our staff members of like things that we'd like to see but i mean i'm sure other people in the community have those same kind of sentiments too so yeah, I think that would be cool. But I'm just like, you started thinking about all of the possibilities of what that could look like. I'm like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> is this safe for children? Because the the biggest thing is like most artists, like I'm the same way. And so I don't fault them for that. But most artists believe art is expression. Yeah. And it's, it's my perspective of what, you know, what I'm doing. So yeah. mm-hmm. whereas I mean, I'd be like, I'm never like, I would never do that. You went too far. That's not too far to them. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like all of these art groups on yeah. Facebook. And I saw this um, post earlier today, actually, and the lady's an artist, and she does nude art. Mm-hmm. And she has a baby on the way, and her partner's like, you know, that needs to come down before he turns one because I don't want him being exposed mm-hmm. to, yeah, you know, nudity. And she her, her perspective was that, you know, I don't see nudity as being sexual. Right. Whereas everybody else is like, oh my God, you have this hanging in your yeah. <laughs> So that's why I was like, that sounds wonderful. And that would be great. But I think that, that would become yeah. something that people, because people take it like, you know, okay, this is a public place. I might not need to do that. But some people take advantage of things like that. It would be cool if everybody was on the same wave. Yeah. <laughs> like, I wonder how uh, Austin does with their graffiti park, like how they. Because sure like, that, you know, they probably go clean or whatever. Well, yeah, other when you mentioned just expression and stuff like that, I was like, I can where where we run into issues that you can see somebody making like a passion project, you know, mm-hmm. on a wall or something like yeah. that, and you have somebody come through and they just draw like Tag something different. Yeah, yeah just, and then you have this person who's hurt because they really put something they yeah. care about. Well, on that's this what wall you got to be careful yeah, of is when so, you do you know. sign up to those kind of projects to know that it keep, it's ever changing. It's, yeah. a, it's, it's it will continue to evolve and you just have to be okay with your art not being the same as yeah. when it was. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. wait, so as an artist yourself and as someone who is involved with the arts, either directly, peripherally, whatever. So yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys like enjoy the most? And like, what do you we can feel? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> shoot. Might as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm so that's, I asked the question about money because mm-hmm. I've been selling my art since I couldn't, I knew I could draw. Um, people would be <laughs> like, can you draw me this? And I was like in elementary and middle school, I'd be like, yeah, 50 cents or a dollar. Yeah. And so it's like, at the time I didn't, I had no idea that that, you know, was a thing for artists. I, I don't think I knew the artists got paid, mm-hmm. but I was like, I'm not about to be sitting here cussing, trying for you for free. Right. And although 50 cents or a dollar wasn't much, 
I'm just like, you're not getting it for free. So I've always been like that. But for me, it's just a safe space. Um, I don't know where it came from. I just started drawing one day, literally. And I taught myself to paint, I want to say, like 2017, 2018. And I didn't know I could paint. But I was like, surely if I can sit here and have a human scanner and be able to mimic what I'm seeing, I can get Mm -hmm. some pain and pain. And it's been a process. Like you say, you're ever evolving and you're always going to be perfecting your craft. Um, I have, I'm a real artist. I'll stop. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, I would be like, if I was doing music, I would be the artist that everybody hated Mm. because I would take a hiatus (laughs) <laughs> I'm already like, like Lauren Hill, drop yeah. an album and then just and be like, where did Beyonce like go? Yeah. <laughs> she lived her life yeah. because one thing that I do feel about art is that you cannot create if you have not taken time to live. Mm. And I'm really big on that because it's like you don't have the experience and you can't re- keep recreating the same thing over and over and making copies. So you do have to take time to live your life and experience. And for me, I'm really versatile, so if I want to write, I'm going to write. Mm-hmm. If I do poetry, whatever, song, whatever, I'm going to do that. Whatever I feel is okay for me in that season of my life, that's the art that I create. So I don't limit myself because as with a lot of artists, it's always multi-talents. Yeah. It's not just one thing. So I just gravitate to where I am in my life in that season. I try to paint, and people are like, well, I want you to make me this. I'm like, I can't make that. And so that's one thing about me. I don't force myself Good. to do anything. Yeah. I don't write. If I feel like I can't write, I'm like, I don't have the words. If I get a random thought, even if it just starts as one line, I put it in notes on my phone and I go write it in my journal later and then it can become a whole short story. And so I think that's the biggest thing that artists need to realize. You have to, you got to go with you. Right. Because I think there's pressure as an artist to always constantly be creating. You should be doing this. You should be doing this. But for people who don't have those gifts, they don't know that it's it gets overwhelming and it it will drain you. Yeah, I had to learn the hard way because I'm like, okay, I'm gonna write, I'm gonna be going singing everywhere, I'm gonna draw, I'm gonna paint, and I was burnt out. And because I loved it, I felt like it was okay. But I realized that even when you love something, too much of it is dangerous. (laughs) But I mean, I I love art, so. Whatever I'm doing in that season is okay with me, mm-hmm. because what I had to realize is my art is for me. Yeah, and that was the and hardest. And if you enjoy it, good. <laughs> yes. But at the end of the day, I'm happy. Yes, <laughs> that was the hardest lesson for me to learn because, like you said, people, I was like, "Can you do this for me? Can you do that for me?" And it was always that situation. But I grew up never having art for myself, and so once I became an adult, I was just like, "This is mine, yeah. Yeah. and I'm gonna make it. If you don't like it, you don't have to like it. If it doesn't sell." Oh, well, I did this because I needed to get it out. Yeah. That's my spill. I don't know how you feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, I got you. Dang, that's a hard act to follow. Um, <laughs> no, nah, see, yeah, Jazz Jazz actually has, and I didn't even know this until like a little while ago, that she could draw and paint stuff like that. I, I can't paint or draw. Um, can't sing. Mm-hmm. I don't dance. I feel um, like here we are. Because I'll be really <laughs> trying to. I'll be really trying to sing, but I can't sing. So yeah, she looked at me like, yeah. But um, <laughs> I don't know. I'm a I'm a real fan. I just I just like art. Like I think it's a really cool thing. I really hate how like subjective it can be. Like mm-hmm. one of my biggest issues that I've just gotten into art lately, especially after that conversation with Jordan that we had, was that um. 
you can't really like who why do we determine what's good and bad you know like you yeah. Would, yeah it's completely subjective like one one person can like something and one person can hate it and they're both completely justified in it and um i think that's kind of the beauty of it is just somebody can create something and then so many people take so many different things away from it um i'm really big into film mm-hmm. that's that's where my like my avenue is if i'm gonna you know say and then you know photography and stuff yeah. like that of course but um if i'm gonna you know choose a lane in the art that's my that's my lane and the beauty of that stuff is that most most of the time it's intentional. Everything that they do is is intentional. So it kind of you can create like a direct message. You can share like a kind of direct story through it. But since it's art, people are still going to take whatever they can yeah. from it. And I I think that's where I'm at. Um, I'm still trying to figure it out. Like you know, like yeah, yeah. I don't I don't pick up my camera and go take pictures or just like record like I yeah. want to all the time. Um, I'm definitely getting better at it. Um, but yeah, I don't do it all the time. And I think that's it, just the, the being able to, to capture a story or a moment or something, and then people still just feel something else from it. That's my, that's my like, you know, that's my love for it. Yeah. I like it, yeah. I just really enjoy how, like, art is always within us. So when you think about from the beginning of ages, like, they told their history through, you know, stick figures or yeah. whatever, and then how it's transitioned into storytelling, writing, singing songs like when you think about you know our people and enslaved times like how they had to you know pass down (laughs) traditions and stuff so (laughs) i'm just like it's just so beautiful to see how um the things that you know people create has just like changed over time yeah. and just how you know you don't have to be good to be an artist nah. like just do <laughs> do, do yeah, your thing yeah. grow and, yeah. and enjoy it so I, yeah. a, I posted one of my friend's songs the other day um when he hears this he don't know exactly what i'm talking about but yeah i posted one of my friend's song and another friend slid up and was like bro i'm not gonna lie like i'm not feeling this and i was like well it's not for you to feel mm-hmm. like i was like, i'm not sharing it for y'all to like it or not i'm sharing it because he's doing it and i want to support him yeah and I was like, we have artists that are making like millions of dollars who are straight trash. So it's like, if I, if <laughs> I have, if, yeah, if I know somebody who's even like decent, yeah, out like there. Yeah, yeah, taking the time and the confidence to even try, like I'm gonna boost them until you know they finally decide for themselves they don't want to do it or whatever until they finally make it or whatever. But I'm not gonna just sit there and deem what's good and bad. Like I can't. Yeah. I, you know, I still will. You know, for the right. ones that make millions and stuff like that, I'll, I'll judge their stuff all day. <laughs> but yeah, for our up and our up and coming people, yeah. no. Nah, like I just want to support. Like I want them to just get there, get the strive going. Yeah, I think like we talked about this when we were doing an episode with Jordan, like how our history is so rich because of art. Yeah. Um, and art is the only thing that never fades. Nah. You can be dumb as rocks, <laughs> <laughs> but if you have a gift, then mm-hmm. that gift can carry you so far. You don't. Make it manipulate out your money. Yeah. But that gift can take you places that sometimes your your knowledge mm-hmm. or your intellect may not be able to take you. And just like you were saying, like we were talking about how they made maps with braids. Yes. And yeah. they put seeds and rice mm-hmm. and you know, like that's make just sure that their people were okay when you know it's crazy. Unfortunately <laughs> they were separated. Yeah, yeah so. it is it's crazy. And it's like that is what that's the thing that I love about art is it's always telling some type of story. Mm-hmm. Like even the the hieroglyphics, like all of that stuff, that's cool to me because I'm like, how did y'all create a whole language with images? Well, images I don't know what yeah. they say, yeah. but yeah. That's, <laughs> that's really cool. And so like I think about things like that, and I think that's one reason why I am so like, I think if I didn't have like art, I would be really yeah. sad. Like <laughs> life would be depressing without art. Yeah. And when you were talking about how, there is a disconnect between business and art. 
that's so crazy because I don't know how they think they get the logos. They go yeah. so hand in hand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One <laughs> like, does not work without the other. Your 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 visual concept of what you, the architecture of your yeah. business you came know. from right. an artist. Yeah. And it's like people discredit the arts so much and we have no funding. Mm-hmm. But everything in the world that we do revolves around yeah. some form of art. Because like I said, like Coca Cola wouldn't have like these logos, all of these these corporations. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, someone's <laughs> writing that yeah. your copy. Yeah. Someone is doing all of this. So yeah, that's why um I, we think that this program is just so impactful and beneficial for our program because not only is it bringing together those companies, I mean, those, like, you know, sectors and those people, but, you know, it's reframing what an art supporter in it is and how you can support the arts because, like, you know, when you think of an art supporter, you think of somebody, this is off the top of my head, don't judge me, but <laughs> I just think of, you know, those people who go to, like, the operas and, um, this like, you know, really classical, yeah, classical, yeah. long-term Super, arts yeah. supporters. But, I mean, it's it's so broad and diverse. Yeah. And, like, when you think of the arts um, and what it brings to not only, you know, you personally, but to cultures, to spaces, it's what makes people want to be in a place because yeah. it, yep. it's just a feeling the stu- yeah it's the feeling mm-hmm. that'd be so a lot of places yeah. yeah and like as waco continues to grow as businesses come here as businesses that have been here grow you know the things that are really keep the people here keep our people happy and keep um talent and and all those things that really make a community together and unified and strong they revolve around the arts and things to do so yeah, I think it's just like education, honestly. I was yeah. about to say, I think people need to start thinking of art as simply entertainment mm-hmm. and start thinking of it as a necessity because, really, if you if we want to be frank about it, yeah. without the art, even like you said, education, how do you think these textbooks are made? Like, yeah, literally. it teaches you how to <laughs> think, <laughs> think out the box, you know, yeah. you don't want to have photography, all of your all of this stuff, yeah. yeah. It's crazy. (laughs) So, you know, if you're looking to grow your business, you're looking to diversify your business, you're looking to, you know, bring more life into your business, join us. Because where would you be without life? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Join in the conversation. Let's grow together. So, yeah. Okay. If you had, um, this is my last question. Yeah. If you had like one just piece of advice for somebody who is like an artist that's trying to, you know, get find their footing, what, yeah. would, what would your advice be? Oh, okay. So as someone, this is my personal opinion um, because, I mean, I yeah. was in that space last year, still in that space. And right. as I continue to grow, I mean, it's more of just like, you know, trusting yourself. So um, the court of public opinion is there. Self-doubt is there. Imposter syndrome is there. But as long as you're doing it and you're making yourself happy and, um, you know, you're not rushing the process but trusting the process, everything will work out. You know, just be there, be present, and grow. And so, you know, what you get from your experience is what you put out. And, you know, just do it, honestly. Like like you said, just (laughs) do it. it. Yeah, that's what I've learned the most. Like, the people who grow, it's, it's an investment in their process. I mean, some... I'm not going to say grow online because, I mean, the most random stuff blows up. But, like, the most authentic things are when you have your connection to yourself and your art and you invest in it. So just not be afraid. Don't run from it. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate that. Yeah, and I'm really glad that you brought up imposter syndrome. I was going to ask. Yeah, yeah, for the people. Because people feel like they have to imitate everything in order for it to work. Mm -hmm. And that's not the truth because 
like I told Jordan, like we all have something that's 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 unique to us. Yeah. And I think a lot of artists, like I'm really, really glad you said that a lot of artists, they put so much time into what's popular and what's selling. Yeah. And it's like that's selling for that person. Mm-hmm. Or for right now. On top and, of that. Right. Yeah, yeah, it's and even if right they now. have even if they have longevity, that's their thing. Yeah. It's okay for you to take inspiration from people, but right. You have to find your own vein. Everything that's popping is a trend. Like, the new thing will come out, and then, you know, if you focus too much on it, then you'll just constantly be chasing the trends. But, you know, when you build something that's from you and within you, and you can kind of set what you do, then, you know, no one can change that or shake that, and, and it's very much you. And it's also, like, you know, not being afraid to... I was about to say, just just lost my mind. Be like that, yeah, yeah. yeah be like that. Mm. Oh, we'll come back to that one when it comes <laughs> back. But yeah, just don't be afraid. Yeah. Uh, and so oh, oh, don't be afraid to be in the space. So I feel like a lot of imposter syndrome is like, you know, when you're doing something new or you're like really like trying to take yourself to the next level, like you don't believe like you belong in this space yeah. because you, you know, you don't have the right background that people typically assume that, uh, you know, historically people have been in that position. Like, yeah. You know. You wouldn't be there if you didn't do the work or you weren't able to do that, to do whatever they're requiring of you. Yeah, so, yeah. you know, just trust yourself. Wouldn't be there if you weren't meant to. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. See, I thought you said posture syn- syndrome or something. Oh. I, was like, I was like, what is <laughs> yeah. it? What is it not imposter? Let's, let's talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. No, no, cool. I appreciate you. I this is a really good, enlightened conversation. Yeah, I hope people yeah, yeah, yeah. listen. Yeah, thank you yeah. for because having me. This is really, really important. And this is season in general been yeah, great. Yeah. It's been really good. So I appreciate that because I know that like you work with a lot of people, and that's why I asked if y'all have any like professional artist development yeah. because I'm really big on that. No, I really do hope you know you're able to come um, to the February sixteenth. Um, Air Institute workshop um, because you know we are trying to make sure that this program is reaching all bounds of our community from you know yeah just all bounds so I mean the best way that this program will be successful is by having as diverse of a population not only in like ethnicity but in backgrounds age ranges like we need you guys because I mean it won't work without it um before we close out, yes. Uh, shout yourself out. Where you, where your handles? Where okay. you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know if I feel like sharing my personal <laughs> Instagram, <laughs> but yeah. y'all can follow me. Um, my floral Instagram, stock and stem, like S T A L K A N D S T E M on Instagram. Um, my website's launching soon. Stockandstem.co.com. C O. Uh, and yeah, follow Creative Waco on Facebook and Instagram at Creative Waco. There's so many things coming. Um, not only from our end, but just with spring, you know, everybody is launching new things. And so we want to share those. And if you have something that's popping, tag us so I can share it. So, yeah. And support local artists. Yes. (laughs) Support local artists for black homes. Yeah. Yeah. Happy early black history month, everybody. (laughs) Let's get it going. (laughs) (laughs) The real start of the year. Yeah. Um, but, (laughs) um, you got anything else? No, 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 because cool. I could talk all day about art, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just, you know, this, this there is was a, a conversation. There wasn't was no, a whole other section I wanted to get into, but we're not, we're not going to get into it. We're fine. Uh, another yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, another, another day. day. Another day. Yeah, 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 yeah. Another day. We'll do a part two. <laughs> but, um, all right, bet. As always, I'm Dave Yar. And I'm Jasmine. And this has been Stories of the Streets. Um, Stories of the Streets is 
we already did the sponsor by. You can find us at you know on Facebook, on Instagram, on Twitter. No, we, no, have we don't Twitter. have a Twitter. We have a Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> uh, follow Row Media. Um, oh, you didn't drop our text. Uh, Instagram oh, yeah. is Stories of the Streets underscore. Facebook is Stories of the Streets, and you can email us uh, at Stories of the T H A Streets at gmail dot com. <laughs>